Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Hella Good Movie Pod. I'm Cassie. Hey, guys, I'm Sarah. And today we're bringing something a little bit different to the table. (laughs) Yeah, we thought, you know, there wasn't any movies that were speaking to us this past week. So you and I were talking, we're like, what else could we do? And we came across Cooking with Paris. (laughs) And we thought, you know what? Why not? Let's watch that on Netflix. Six little mini episodes. Yep. Yeah, they were pretty quick. They were quick, which was a good thing in the end. Um, But (laughs) before we get into that, uh, how was your weekend? I guess we're at Friday now, so it's been a while since it was a weekend, but... I was about to say, I really don't remember what my weekend (laughs) was about. Um, I guess that means I didn't really do anything exciting. Yeah. Uh, What about you? I had an exciting weekend because, one, as you know, I turned 40. Happy (laughs) belated birthday! (laughs) Which you also sent me the sweetest gift and the biggest balloon bouquet. And that was so sweet. I want to know if you brought that to... Yeah, I did. Yes! <laughs> because remember, you and I were talking. And it's so sweet that you even remembered the conversation. I was telling you I was bummed because I didn't have any balloons. And it felt lame buying my own balloons for my birthday. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And then now I had this... Okay, wait, funny story. When the guy came to bring me those... He also had another bouquet in the car. So when he got out and I had happened to be outside when he came, when he like drove up to my house. So he gets out and he's like, Hey, I'm going to need your help because these are all tangled together. (laughs) Cassie, we literally spent a solid 25 minutes getting those balloons separated. Oh my, first of all, what kind of car was he driving? He pulled up in like a Mercedes. Oh. So it was nice, and but he had put all the balloons in the trunk. And he was like, it was super windy when he was picking them up. And at one point I almost was like, just keep my balloons. Like, I, I cannot do this anymore. I'm like, <laughs> so wetting like crazy. I mean, it was the hugest mess. Well, I'm, I'm like, dude. I- I'm sorry you had to work and sweat for those things. It's okay. I probably needed it after the indulging of all the cakes I've been eating. But (laughs) uh, anyway, I gave him a tip about like, you know, they have these little clasps that you can put on balloons and like slide up to the top. So they're not all crazy. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, well, now you tell me. But (laughs) anyway, so I had my birthday. I did a bocce ball tournament and it was really fun. And there was uh, a lot of rosé flowing. And so a lot of trash talking was also flowing out of my mouth. And, uh, <laughs> but most but, importantly, were you able to back up that trash talk? No, we lost. I, I couldn't back it up. And it was <laughs> embarrassing. But one last thing about it was I was not the only one celebrating my birthday there that night. Oh. Um, Mirna was also there celebrating. and. Mirna is this little old lady and I went over with Hannah once and Hannah my sister once we had had like you know some rosé and I heard them singing happy birthday and I was like excuse me <laughs> Mirna was turning 91 oh Mirna she looked amazing she was just like so vibrant and totally with it and I was like Mirna I hope I am like you when I'm 91 did you and ask what her secret is? I didn't. I should have. But then I felt uncomfortable all of a sudden because I was at like their dinner table and I was like, okay, I should probably go. <laughs> well, I mean, you didn't sit down and start eating, did you? <laughs> I didn't, you know, but you make a good, good suggestion next time. <laughs> I was going to say, you just joined the party. I mean, that's, that's it. Exactly. We're birthday buddies. So exactly. it's like acceptable. Anyway, so that's what I did. So it was really fun. Well, that's exciting. Yeah. Bocce ball. Bocce ball. 91. Definitely sounds like an eventful weekend. Yeah, it was. One other thing, let me tell you, which was super cool. Um, The day after that, we went off to Monterey for the night. 
Mm-hmm. And we went on this uh, no sunset sunset sail cruise, as we ended up calling it, because it was so cloudy that night. So there was oh. no sunset to be seen. I was like, wait, this is how they marketed the <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I rebranded it when we got there. Uh, and and you're, you probably remember Monterey from the time you and I went for the boat ride, which you got extremely sick on. Oh, well, watching, <laughs> I will never forget that day. <laughs> I thought of you out there. I was like, oh my gosh. Uh, but what was super cool is there was hundreds of jellyfish out there. Oh, wow. Hundreds. I mean, just cruising on that boat and you just watch the water and there were just some were like teeny tiny and some were literally the size of a tire wheel. I mean, and their like tentacles were like as long as a car. I mean, it was just insane. Okay. Did you get photos or video? I got, I did get a video, which I can send you, although it definitely doesn't even do it justice, but I'll, I'll send it to you, but it was really, really cool. So did they talk about, like while you were on the cruise, did they say anything about what was going on and why all the jellyfish were there? He said that's just always how it is out there in the bay, in the harbor like that. There's okay. tons of jellyfish around Monterey. Well, I mean, I don't remember any of that. Me either. We went well watching, although I was inside most of the time, but regardless, that's true. I don't remember seeing any jellyfish. Me either. And not <laughs> this many. I mean, it was just insane. Like surrounding the whole boat. It almost was like out of a like a scary movie with so many oh, uh really cool yeah I was like "Ooh, if I fall in the water are these gonna like sting me but he said no they don't sting jellyfish that don't sting yeah I'm like okay and then he went on to like so he noticed that Oliver had an earring because I don't know if you I, you know I told you we got our ears pierced yes um and he was like let me tell you guys some legends about ear piercings and like sailors and pirates and here's his two tidbits and then we'll move on to the actual okay cooking with Paris I'm interested he said one they would pierce their ears because it was legend that if you had a piercing of silver or gold you couldn't drown at sea I don't know where it came from I I feel like though when I was younger yeah like maybe five I had fancy gold earrings um and I-, I drowned in my grandmother's pool you did yes i w- i like stepped off that last step yeah and i just went down and and didn't like i just i couldn't get back up i just was standing there like okay oh my god who and- saved you my uncle, he like jumped in and, and got me out. Oh my God. So that's interesting. You didn't float with those earrings. Hmm. <laughs> no, I straight up sank, girl. You straight up sank. Well, here's the funny part. Myth two is that should you somehow drown, which seems unlikely with this story, but yet yes. I guess it's possible. Um, and you get washed ashore the good people would use that to pay for your burial. I just already know how it would go if someone washed ashore and they're passed out because they've drowned, whatever. Yeah, they're dead. They're, they're not getting help. They're taking that jewelry and they're, they're getting out of town. Exactly. I doubt they're like, oh, I'm like starving or poor or I'm going to take this though and get the money and bury the stranger on the ocean. Please. Yeah, that poor man, they're going to be like, see you. Exactly. Captain Paul, you better check your stories because (laughs) these two make zero sense. But anyway. (laughs) All right. Are we ready to get into cooking with Paris? Yeah. Okay. So granted, when I saw cooking with Paris, I said, wait, Paris cooks. She's thinking about the future and thinking about cooking meals for her husband and for her future children. And so she really wanted to hone in on her, her, her kitchen skills. Yeah. 
and she did this by by doing it with the show and and some guests and some friends exactly so basically she did six episodes and each episode features a menu that she's going to try and prepare with a guest on the show and uh just a couple fast facts about paris in case you were wondering i'm always wondering okay so she's also 40 years old mm-hmm. she guess how much money she makes as a dj per night you it's know she'd be, be djing up in ibiza apparently i was just about to say it's got to be something crazy i'm gonna say like a million dollars dang per- girl exactly Woo! she makes a million bucks and her net worth is 300 million dollars and that's standalone from her that's right apparently she only inherited five million from her family and she basically took that and turned it into this like crazy empire of like stores perfume beach clubs and all that like so as much as i'm like annoyed by her and curious as to why she seems very like stunted in this like girly childhood like fantasy phase. She also, I mean, she is kind of slaying it in business. So another fact is she has size eleven feet. Can you I kind of figured she's she's a tall she's a tall gal. <laughs> she says that's why you'll never see her in tennis shoes or ballet flats because it really stands out the size of her feet. Then. <laughs> Uh, interesting yeah. that she's gonna limit herself to I know I'm like look at you you're beautiful I think it's fine if you're wearing some flip-flops people will will not like say anything exactly. by the flip-flops Paris Hilton did a whole documentary about herself because of some accusations that she had put out for the boarding school I think that she was right. at yeah, uh, that's right. And the, I think it's sexual abuse that she went through or mm-hmm. abuse in general. And she was talking about exactly what you brought up about her TV persona, right? Where she's, mm-hmm. TV, she's dumb, she's blonde. And she's like, that's just a character. She's like, I'm actually smart, obviously, because she turned 5 million into 300 million. Yeah. Um, and you can tell by her voice. When she does the high-pitched voice, that's her character, Paris. Yeah. But when it's the deeper... And I noticed it fluxing throughout the episodes. Yeah. yeah. And when she was her character, Paris, you can really tell. Yeah. And that's yeah, when... I, I don't... Sorry to cut you off, but I no, wish no. she would have done this series as herself. I, it would have been just as enjoyable if not more, like, to just see her, like, in her, I wish it would have been, because, you know, it, it takes place in her home, in her kitchen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could not confirm or deny that it was, in fact, her real home or not. I tried to look that up. Well, she um, did say in uh, one of the episodes that it's one of her homes. Gotcha. Well, naturally. <laughs> it's just one of many Just homes. one of many Uh, but I wish we would have just seen her like as her her. yeah I think I would have uh enjoyed it more yeah had she been herself than playing the character Paris exactly I I would have totally agree with you but let's get into episode one yes I'm I'm ready to hear about this one yes so just so listeners know Cassie and I decided to break the episodes up she took three and I took three and we did not watch each other's. Yes. Uh, just, you know, I don't know. We just decided <laughs> to do it that way. Whatever. <laughs> okay. So um, episode one is called Breakfast in the Clouds. And her guest for that episode is KKW, Kim Kardashian West. Um, <laughs> which Kim is always like, she's very mature, you know? And so it's, it was an interesting dynamic to see between the two of them because we know that they're actual friends. At least mm-hmm. they were as like high schoolers and like early twenties, but I get the impression like they're not tight friends now. 
I mean, they, they clearly know each other on a personal level, but, mm-hmm. um, and actually, as I found with all the guests that I watched it, the show always want, I wanted more from it. Like as far as her kind of like, I wish she would have interviewed her guests a little more. A and, little bit more time, like once the food was done, like cooked and they were like in her dining room eating. Yeah. I wish there was more conversation. I definitely agree with you. Yes. Yeah. It always felt a little awkward. Like, yes, they quite didn't know what to ask each other. And it was, it was weird. Yeah. But so for this first one, the menu was uh, French toast coated in cornflakes, frosted cornflakes by the way <laughs> topped with marshmallow oh, and God. a frittata so the, the the scene opens where she does like and I'm sure you found this too but every episode the scene first opens with her doing her grocery shopping in the most dramatic fashion exactly she has some ridiculous <laughs> outfit on and she's like asking you know for help with different ingredients she doesn't know um then she comes back, and for this one, she prepped ahead of time the marshmallows. And then day two, KK comes over, and they're going to make this food together. And so pretty much what I found is, like, she kind of is assisting the guest that comes over. <laughs> like, she's not really yeah. doing much of the main cooking. Like, she'll maybe make one thing, but then she's, like, finding a spatula or Asking what are tongs? Okay, or... but first of all, can we talk about her cookware? And can we uh, talk about? Yes, we can. The blinged out <laughs> cooking utensils that she has, because I, I honestly want some. <laughs> okay, I literally after the first episode googled the stuff on her show. Oh my god! Okay, and what did you find out? I the only thing I could for sure find that I was interested in was those iridescent mixing bowls Mm -hmm. those are 40 bucks on amazon for the set oh that's not bad not bad the our place that she cooks on the stove with i have one of those it's great um but all her like crystal encrusted uh like salt and pepper shaker and stuff i couldn't find those yet but and i probably wouldn't buy them because they're like obviously very not practical but they look really pretty i would (laughs) Definitely keep them on display and wouldn't yeah, use them, but exactly. they look amazing and I actually really, really want some. <laughs> I did like the like crystal rainbow in the background. Oh did God, you did see I that sitting even, like by the sink? I don't even think I noticed that because if I oh, did, I would have. Yeah, I looked at everything in the background. She had like a lot of like Jonathan Adler jars. Um, but, uh, the house, anytime they did like a, you know, a view of any of the other rooms, every room has like ginormous pictures of her. (laughs) Yes. And I'm like, and it was a bit much. It's like, yes, we know you're fabulous, but I mean, every room has to have, I'm talking like 60 by 60 pictures of her. You probably saw it. Like, yeah. And as a significant other of Paris Hilton (laughs) would you want to redecorate a little bit that's why it makes me think that that's not her actual home home that that's something something else is happening there whether it's just like a home she's got for a set for the set of this show or it's something else like it it just didn't come off as homey or like you know what I mean there were no pictures of anybody else but her <laughs> and I was like, yeah oh. yeah exactly exactly so they uh like use these cookie cutters to cut out the marshmallows it's funny because the marshmallows that first they're cutting out the first batch which we saw her make the night before and they're like thin or like thinner than your pinky they're like uh they're sticking everywhere they're not working and then the next shot they're using another tray and they're like two inches thick and I'm like okay they clearly (laughs) had someone else make a second batch (laughs) yeah let me just tell you in my episodes I feel like she you see her try and make something but I think it's 
only what is actually served someone else made. Yeah. 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 So all in all, out of the things they made, um, I would say the frittata actually looked appetizing and I I would consider making that myself. Um, And two other things to round out that episode. One, and I don't know if you noticed this with yours, but in all the episodes, it's never like really clear what Paris does or doesn't know about cooking. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like in this first episode, she didn't know what tongs were, but she knows what other stuff is. It's like very random, weird things she does know and doesn't know. And I but- think too, I think that's the problem, right? Where, or where the disconnect was for, for me and I'm sure for you too, is that she would go into these random moments where she was Paris the character and not Paris herself. Like it would like come and go. And I don't know if they did that. I'm sure there was intention of doing yeah. that. Because that is what made her famous. And she's, I'm still, I'm sure she's trying to stay relevant, right? Because she is 40, you know, and she hasn't really done anything camera wise, right? Besides the documentary and, you know, her being a DJ. But uh, I just feel like it's kind of, it's not cute anymore. Yeah, that's not cute. And, uh, you know, she has a new catchphrase that I noticed in the first episode, um, (laughs) which you might hear in yours, too. But as we know, we all know her for it. That's hot. Like, that was her catchphrase back in the day. And now it's sliving. Yeah. Sliving means you're both slaying and living your best life. Yes. And she talks about how she came up with it last Halloween and she trademarked it. Uh, but I, I also love feel like it's an episode of, or not an episode, but it's like the movies Mean Girls where, you know, I forgot. The, what's that girl's name with the toaster strudel? Do you remember that character's name? No. Anyway, she's trying to bring Fetch in, right? She's trying to make yeah. Fetch happen. And everyone's like, Fetch is never going to happen. That's what I want to say to to Paris. Like, it's never going to happen. I yeah, I don't like it. I feel like it doesn't like, it's not like slay. It's just yeah. weird. I know, but what do you want to <laughs> bet sometime soon one of us is going to text living to each other? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure at some point it's gonna It happen. just might happen. So that wraps up episode one. Then we move on to episode two, which was Taco Night with Sweetie, the rapper. Um, And that was also very much the same, same format. Um, You know, they both come in wearing these ridiculous outfits for cooking. Uh, They look beautiful, but it's in no way practical. And Sweetie has like nails that are like four inches long. (laughs) <laughs> I mean it's insane and even Paris was like how do you do anything with those nails and she's like oh my god it's like easier than not having nails so for this episode on the menu is sweetie shrimp tacos roasted salsa and a funfetti flan cake <laughs> honestly the funfetti flan cake looks pretty good <laughs> <laughs> and Paris actually made that one herself Is there confetti like or like that funfetti stuff inside or is it just on top? Yeah, it's like one of those box cakes, you know, like the funfetti cakes. Okay. And but then so you make the funfetti batter already and then she added more sprinkles and a little bit of cotton candy because, of course, that's Paris's, you know, thing. Yeah. Uh, So you make that you pour that in a bundt cake and then you make this flan topping. And you drizzle it over that the cake. Okay. And then you bake it. And somehow the flan actually sinks and, onto the top of the cake. So when you flip it over, the flan is on the top. And it's like a, it, you know, it's baked in the cake, but it's like a, kind of looks like a very, like a frosting or something. It looked pretty good. Okay. Uh, yeah. So true to form, they do their thing. They cook. They kind of have short banter. 
um, Paris has a photo booth in her house, which we see. And I'm like, oh my God, I want that. That's amazing. But <laughs> but I can also just like see her always going in it by herself, just like taking pictures of herself. Uh, yeah. And I'm just like, okay, that's too much for me. Um, but a couple fun facts about Sweetie. One, her actual name is DeMonte Harper. Mm-hmm. And her nickname is from her grandma. Oh, so that's her name, sweetie. Uh, she is half African American and half Filipino Chinese. And last but not least, uh, her second cousin is Gabrielle Union, the actress. Really? Yeah, that's Gabrielle. Cool. Yeah, Gabrielle's cousin is Sweetie's dad. So that's okay. how it works out. Yeah. So they made all the food. They ate it in the dining room and the dining room, every episode it's themed out to whatever the they're cooking that night. So for that one, it was like Mexico themed. And for the first one, it was like white balloons everywhere uh, for the clouds. And uh, that, so that was episodes one and two. Awesome. All right. So now we're on to episode three. And the guest on that episode is Nikki Glazer. The title of the episode is Vegan Burgers and Fries. Okay. Um, on the menu is... <laughs> so before I, I say what's on the menu, what I think is funny is that in this episode, Paris says that she's obsessed with McDonald's French fries. And she could eat it every single day. <laughs> um. But she said that she was actually going to use that for the fries for the episode. But because Nikki is vegan, she can't because of the oil that's used, I think. Oh, interesting. So um, she made uh, vegan McDonald's French fries, vegan burgers, and of course, a vegan milkshake. Mm. And um, at the end of the episode, when they're all dining together... Yeah. Um, she had other people there as well. So it was um, Nikki Glazer, Whitney Cummings. Um, and there was a couple of other people there that I didn't know who they were and didn't really care to look them up. Interesting. I'm surprised they had added guests at that one. So now my theory on this is that if Paris doesn't know who like the guest is or they haven't really met before that that's what they do gotcha maybe I don't know because I don't know if she's met sweetie before but yeah that's just my thought I don't know yeah that would make sense but in this episode I really feel like it was very awkward with Nikki and Paris uh as soon as Nikki walked through the door (laughs) yeah um, because I, I, it just looked like there was nervous energy there. And, um, I don't know if you've noticed it in the episodes that you saw with Sweetie and Kim K, but I feel like the episodes for me, they were all just kind of praising Paris. Yeah. Interesting. And it was just, it got like kind of uncomfortable, I feel like, cause that's what, Nikki kind of was doing throughout the whole episode. Really? Huh. Yeah. Um, no, the other ones that I watched was did not do that. Interesting. Yeah. So, um, mm. yeah, so it was, it was really awkward between them. I feel like, um, <laughs> and I thought it was interesting that Paris is choosing to wear, I don't know if she did it with the first two episodes, but in all of my episodes, she wore the signature, like, outfit that is prime Paris Hilton from like early 2000s which is the Juicy Couture like outfit which is like the the jacket and the the pants that say juicy on the butt yeah Yeah. no she did not wear those at all so that's what she cooked in okay that makes more sense yeah than what Um, she cooked in in the episodes I watched and yeah yeah, and then I also thought it was funny that Paris has a chief of staff. I know. <laughs> I did too. I'm like, really? 
first of all, I want to know how she got that job. And yeah. how much who came up with that title? How yeah, much exactly. does she, is what I want to know. Um, and then did you also notice that Paris is, I guess, her cookbook? And I put that in air quotes. Do we yeah. really think that she used markers and did rainbow like colors? Does she really have that kind of time? I know. I, I thought the same thing because in the in the cookbook, every paragraph is a different like gel pen color. Um, and it's all very neatly written. Mm-hmm. And so I was thinking the same thing, like, did someone else write this for her? Is this like printed, but it looks like it's written? She could have very possibly done the cover of that because she has like a scrapbooking line, apparently, that I love. Does. Yeah, for like <laughs> glitter and beads and stuff. And it's like, okay, fine, I get it. Like, I like that stuff too. And I used to really like, when I was like younger, like, you know, stickers and whatnot. So I could yeah. see her maybe doing it, although probably not. She probably had someone else do it. I mean, who are we kidding? <laughs> She's not gonna be doing that. I know, exactly, right? Um Yeah. And then the theme for the for the dining area was 50s diner. Um, oh, okay. And it was super cute. Uh the the burger I mean everything that she cooked that she actually cooked kind of looked like she cooked it but yeah. then when everyone was eating of course it looked amazing yeah perfect um but a little bit about Nikki um so she is a stand-up comedian and she actually started at the age of 18 um and she's done a ton of hosting and guesting on podcasts and radio shows. She has a new show on HBO Max right now. I don't know if you've heard of it Hmm. called F boy Island. Okay. So this is a game show. There's three women contestants. Okay. And I think they said either 12 or 24 men and the women have to guess who's the f boy and who is like there to actually like find love (laughs) okay Um, that's pretty funny i have not watched it so i yeah i've not heard of it but i do like her and she is really funny like i've seen her do a lot of roasts and uh yes She's super funny on those. Yeah. The next episode is with Demi Lovato. And it's, uh, the theme is, and the, the episode title is, is basically like Italian feasting. Okay. And I feel like this show was the most train wrecked show episode oh, no. out of all of them. <laughs> so... On the menu is uh, raviola, raviola, ravioli. I was um, like, oh, is this a way you say it that I didn't know? <laughs> raviola. It's Italian. <laughs> like, oh, okay. <laughs> raviola. Uh, with ricotta filling. Okay. Sounds a good. caprese salad. Grazie. And Paris's take on a cannoli, the unicorn foley. Oh, sparkles and glitter. Oh, girl. Yeah. <laughs> so, of course, this this episode had another very over-the-top opening when literally she's just going to the grocery store. Although, I wish that I, I lived in L.A. still because the store that she went to is called Italy, spelled E-A-T-E-L-Y. Yeah. And I'm like, that is amazing. <laughs> that is amazing. <clears throat> LA does have so many like awesome little like uh, stores and grocery stores. Yeah. First, I want to talk about Demi Lovato's outfit. Okay. So she, <laughs> she walks in the door and she's wearing really amazing heels. Okay. Um, but then it's like, she's wearing this 
long it's like green but it's like a lime green a jacket that has basically like feather boas go like on the arm and oh, geez. the placement of the feather boas was so awkward that it wasn't at the end or at the top of the arm but it was like in the middle oh my god did it run like on under the sleeve like when you lift your arm up it would like hang or something it was like wrapped around like it was so oh i see on so it wasn't like hanging but the the feather you know the boas were it was like two boa arms yeah Yeah. so cut to them trying to make the pasta and they're making the pasta from scratch yeah so they're trying to make the pasta she's wearing this jacket had did not even bother to take it off Paris is wearing this really cute white dress with red hearts all over it and I don't know if she's done it in your episodes but every episode she has like these like finger gloves or the yeah. gloves without the fingers on them yep um and she's trying to put like plastic gloves on top of that yeah so <laughs> I just I don't whatever um and so they don't even follow the directions for the recipe and they're just putting crap together and it doesn't come out right so then they try to put it in the um I don't know what the name of it is called but the the tool that you put like the dough in to stretch the pasta oh yeah okay yeah so they have like this this cube or triangle shaped dough and they're trying to get it in there and like it's not working like they can't crank it or turn it it's not like it's just not happening oh my god so then they decide to forego that and she had bought pre-made raviolis (laughs) and they had to use that instead but so then they just boiled them yeah they just boiled it um that's hilarious the cannolis okay so they dipped it in chocolate color chocolate pink and purple okay and they were like pre-made cannolis right just the outside just the shell yeah yeah so they dipped them in chocolate and then the filling okay the filling it was so liquidy (laughs) that it literally just squirted through the through it, yeah shell. I could see that happening and just at one point it just kind of looked like just jizz everywhere yeah. and at that point you're like what is this show it's like oh, you're not really is... cooking no you're not really you're you walk away with no helpful tips from any episode about like oh so next time I know like if I've got like a you know crystal salt that'll help do that like you have no like little tips for cooking it's just they can't cook well they barely talk and when they do it's like not really that great conversation and the show's done (laughs) like huh yeah uh and so by the time they both actually sat down at the, the in the dining room and it was Italian themed so it was like have you ever been to Buca de Beppo you have because you were there yes. with us one time with yeah. my family yeah. um, it was like walking into Buca de Beppo <laughs> okay that, that's how I felt it was it was like walking okay. into the Olive Garden um, and but by the time they sat down to actually eat the food they were eating did not look like the same food that was just cooked it never does no I would love to find out if an actual uh, cook or chef put together the menu separately for them to eat. Because I would definitely agree that every time they sat down, the, the food looked quite different than when they were making it in the kitchen. Yeah, for sure. Um, let's see some fun facts about Demi Lovato. So she was actually in the news recently. Um, she started dating this guy during COVID uh, and then I think four months later they got 
engaged and then she ended up dumping him and saying that she was bisexual and then she became fluid yeah and now she has changed her her pronoun so and i'm messing up now by saying her it's actually they there yeah like the the guy she dumped he like went on instagram or something and wrote a song or he was bitter he was very bitter he was bitter and definitely in his feelings yeah and it's like fine you're entitled to feel that way but i mean to go and blast her i mean she did you a favor by not marrying you and then leaving you later like i know right what if it was like two years three four years down the line or what if a kid somehow got involved you know and they had a baby and then it was even more messy like exactly this is just a small part of your life dude yeah a small little chapter i'm glad she's finding herself because that's got to be tough to live in your headspace and not fully know where you're at in your life you know yeah and you know not only that but she you know to have to struggle with that and also to struggle with you know substance abuse and also eating disorder which she went through yeah Um, I didn't know that she had actually uh wrote a book about Mm. her her journey um my last episode um and it's the holiday episode. And that she would have gotten with, a holiday episode. I know. Um, it's with Lele Pons. And um, the menu is a traditional holiday turkey with stuffing. Mac and cheese. Uh-huh. And couture holiday cookies. Oh. Do tell. So this episode uh she's very triggered by a raw turkey (laughs) okay she's not a fan she does not like it uh she has to (laughs) they in the opener (laughs) the guy over the counter you know hands her the turkey puts it on the counter and that she starts to like run away because she's like i don't want this is gross i don't want to deal with this but then she comes back and she becomes an That's adult. So funny. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she was cleaning out the turkey and pulling things out of it. She pulled out the neck and asked if it was the penis. <laughs> and like those kind of things you wonder, like, did she really know or is she just trying to be silly? You know? And when she reads that she has to rinse and dry, you know, pat dry the turkey. The water was there, so she just grabbed it and just rinsed it. Right on the pat- counter? Yeah. Oh, boy. And then she patted it dry. And then, I've never heard of this before. And Fruit, like cranberries or raisins? Apples. Apples. Yeah, I have. Interesting. So yeah. she takes it inside and she just stuffs all this stuff inside the turkey. Okay. Okay. She was putting butter as the finishing touch on top of the turkey. Yeah. She said, and this is one of my favorite lines, it's going to be a buttery bitch. <laughs> Honestly, I-, I don't think there's any other way to eat a turkey. And now this Thanksgiving... I am going to say, Mom, you better make that turkey a buttery bitch. <laughs> please. Please. I like it. I like I'm it. I'm going to also use that in a sentence later. Me too. Um, so Lele Pons comes over um, and they start talking a little bit about um, Paris wanting to have kids. And Paris mentioned... That she's done IVF. Okay. um, And that she knows she wants twins. Oh, I have heard her talk about that. Yes. And pretty sure she wants a boy and a girl. And Lele was asking her, like, you know, oh, you can pick what you want. Like, so she knows she's she's going to get, like, she's going to make it happen that she's going to be pregnant with twins. Okay. I mean, when you have the money, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. In a way, it's like 
I mean, I guess fine, do it. But another way it's like, oh, you take away such like a special moment of just seeing what happens, like getting pregnant. What are you having? Yeah. And although on the other hand, I probably would have done it too if I could have. I don't know. (laughs) I think it's hard because there's pros and cons to both, right? But I mean, if the the issue I think is that when you have the money, you have the option to do whatever you want. But if you're a regular person, then you're going to do it like the regular way. <laughs> like millions of other people. Ugh. Every day. Yeah. <laughs> Since the beginning of time. Yep. And um, who is Lily Pons or Lele, however she pronounces it? So Lele Pons, she is uh, a Venezuelan-American internet celebrity. Oh, um, okay. She was really big on Vine, which is like a, it's kind of like an early version of TikTok. Gotcha. Where okay. it's like videos, right? Okay. Short videos. Um, but then it got shut down in 2016, so she moved to YouTube. And she has amassed 17 million subscribers. Wow. Didn't even know that was a thing. Like to have that many people. Yeah, really. Um, What threw me off in this episode is the mac and cheese. I thought we were getting like from scratch stuff. Or even just store-bought pasta maybe but no okay she got craft mac and cheese from a box <laughs> yep see what i mean <laughs> and then proceeded to add uh every other cheese known to man to it so oh not God. only is, is there the powdered cheese but there's cheddar mozzarella parmesan and that, yeah everybody was like saying, i kind of want mac and cheese now <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> but oh anyway, my God. Okay, I have to say this because you brought up mac and cheese. I was so excited at Costco. I saw vegan jalapeno mac and cheese. Okay. It is so good. It is? If you see it, you should try it. Is it spicy? No. Okay. I don't think it's spicy. But it's vegan. It's vegan, and it, you know what? It tastes a little cinnamony to me. Interesting. That's not a flavor I would associate with mac and cheese. No, but it is delicious. It is good. Mm. Okay, well, I'll think about it. Uh... Uh, but yeah, so <laughs> it threw me off, and they made, you know, couture cookies, and they just decorated them. But uh, then there's something else that happened that I thought was really disgusting. So you know how she has a ton of dogs? Yeah. So in this episode, she was dressing, like, some of her dogs up in Christmas clothing. Yeah. And she had them all on her kitchen counter because she was, like, taking pictures, I'm sure, for the gram. Yeah. (sighs) They all peed on the the counter. (gasps) No. Oh, gross. And I think she just wiped it up with a paper towel. (laughs) Like, not even sanitizing it. I'm sure she has maids that are going to come around and clean it better but I mean like yeah but it just puts you off like ew like you just cooked there like what are you doing <laughs> yeah like put your dog somewhere else in front of a tree or something I mean they don't need to all be up here but yeah um, oh, so that was that episode okay uh well let me round out the series then with uh, the last but not least, episode six, which was family steak night. And she had her sister, Nikki Hilton, and her mom, Kathy Hilton, join her as their guests. And it's funny when you mentioned the whole, like, her voice. In uh-huh. the first two episodes I watched, I could hear it a little bit. But for the most part, she was pretty much her character. Mm-hmm. But then this last one, when she went to order the filet mignon at this... Uh, Delhi, her real voice came out in that moment and I was like I, I like rewound it like five times like oh my god that's really her real voice huh yeah it's just 
night and day difference. Uh, at first I thought it was like a man on the thing. That's why I kept rewinding like, wait, what? <laughs> so if anyone wants to see that, it's like two minutes in at the start of the season, uh, episode six. Um, okay, on the menu is truffle butter, gilded onion rings, ooh, buttermilk ranch, wedge salad, and the filet mignon with some more of that truffle butter. Jeez, I feel like this is like more of more food than yeah I think this is like her season finale so she was trying to go all out and the theme was like decadence basically so the Mm -hmm. entire theme of the dining room was like pearls and diamonds dripping everywhere huge chandelier uh crystal goblets the whole thing and apparently this was the first time her mom and sister would be seeing her new home renovated okay um so did it look different from the other two no the home itself no no uh so prior to them coming she makes the truffle butter and then she puts like a little like gucci kind of chip on it uh to make it look amazing and expensive yeah um she did that also in the holiday episode (laughs) yeah like okay uh, and a little bit of the, uh, like, um, edible gold leaf. So then next day, mom and sister come over. Um, I love it because when they first come in, uh, you know, because, like, Paris walks down the stairs in her, like, beautiful outfit and greets them at the door. Mm-hmm. And they come in and the sister is like, you think you have enough pictures of yourself around? So I was like, <laughs> okay. I'm going to like this episode because hopefully she's going to keep it real, like as a sister. Yeah. Um, the episode, though, felt very like the the family just didn't have that kind of like rapport that you would think a family would have, like joking, ribbing each other, uh, laughing. Like Did they was, seem like distant. Yeah, they just kind of seem like. Like they like, especially like the sisters, they're probably close, but you couldn't like Nikki would jab her a lot through the episode. Like, uh, for example, she, um, what was, she was making like, uh, the wedge salad and Nikki cut it all in the wedge. And then Paris came over like two seconds later and like ripped the lettuce up and put it in a bowl. And she made a comment about like, you're so stupid. And then she made like, uh, she, when they made the onion rings, you're supposed to like mix the buttermilk and all the powder separately and then dip the onion rings into them and then go into the deep fryer. Mm-hmm. But Paris threw everything in together. And so her sister was like, you're so stupid. Like, again, like, why are you so dumb? So it was kind of like that the whole time. But I noticed that too in all the episodes I watched where she's not reading, she's not following any type of logic or instruction on how to do it she's just winging it yeah like she supposedly has a recipe there and she'll read it sometimes (laughs) Sometimes. but then she'll just think she's got it in her head and she'll do it so I don't know if that's her trying to play this part of like let me mess the recipe up a little bit for like better tv Mm -hmm. but we would have been just fine if it all worked out like fine again like it just she's trying so hard to make it like funny in her way and it just didn't translate very well um and two maybe we are used to cooking shows that actually teach you how to cook yeah and not taking this for what it is which is just reality tv kind of thing but I don't know, did you ever watch the one that Amy Schumer did with her husband during the pandemic? You know what? I never watched it, but I, I know about it and I've seen clips of it. It is, I mean, it's Amy Schumer. So it is hilarious. And he's teaching her how to cook and he's a chef. So, I mean, they like, they're really cooking, but sometimes things, she messes things up. But yeah, you know, whatever. I don't want to get off topic on that show, but I mean, that show was amazing. Um <laughs> And but you're coming away out of it actually learning something. You're learning something, yeah. 
Yeah. Whereas this, like I said before, you're, you're just like, you're not learning anything. Um, but so they pull out, like, she pulls out this like big jar of caviar for everyone. Uh-huh. And she's like, mom, when was the first time I tried caviar? And the mom's like, well, you were like five at the Waldorf. Cause they used to live at that hotel in New York. Huh. She's like, we're having a party. Yeah. They like grew up living at that mm-hmm. hotel. Can you imagine growing up? No. <laughs> living in a hotel, the Waldorf. It's like one of the most iconic hotels in New York. It's like insane. Uh, I can't even imagine. And she's like, we had all this food out and you came down, you're in your pajamas and you just like tried it and you loved it. And then she was like, Nikki, you know, you didn't like it. And Nikki was like, yeah, I only started liking it like a year ago and now it's delicious. Uh, so they were going to tell, like, I really want to try caviar because it look everyone's like it's so amazing and it looks so like it's like decadent and like you feel so like high class I never tried it though I'm I'm assuming that it would be a more intense version of like Tobiko right because Tobiko on sushi I mean that's fish eggs yeah yeah it's super tiny but I mean like it's basically the same thing yeah, well, I mean, like, salmon eggs, like, roe is very big. I just don't know, because it's too big. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you something. Funny side note on roe. Remember when you and I were used to work at Chabot Space and Science Center? Yes. Okay. I was managing an event there, and it was for a private dinner um, for, like, the board. And they were eating in the planetarium. And they, one of the people at the table had called, had had said they wouldn't be able to make it. So they asked me to sit in on the dinner if I wanted to join them. And at the time I was like, oh my God, you know, I was like 21. These are all like grown people. I felt super out of my element Mm -hmm. and so nervous. And anyway, one of the items that was served by the caterer was, had roe on it. And at the time, I didn't know what that was. So I ate it. And then I just remember that night when I came home and I told August like about this and I told him like this thing and he's like, that's salmon eggs. And I was so grossed out. (laughs) Like, I couldn't believe I had eaten that. Never had like it. Uh, You know, I honestly now don't even remember if I liked it or not. I can't even recall the taste. Uh, I feel like uh, caviar would kind of be like a similar flavor to like um, capers, like that little bit of salt, like that little yeah. crunch and the hit of salt. But yeah, haven't tried it anyway. They all like devour it, so amazing for them. Um, they so they make the onion rings, and then once those are done, they actually looked pretty edible. And they put like a whole bunch of that like gold leaf on it to make it gilded. Uh-huh. Uh, then they fry up the uh, steak, throw a whole bunch more truffle butter on that, which did actually look pretty good. Can I also say the amount of butter that they've put, like with um, the Demi Lovato episode, the Italian episode, she put two whole sticks of butter in the sauce. Wow. I just feel like that's so much butter. Well, I mean, here's the thing. Like, I don't know. I'm guessing that the entire series, she's presenting Paris as a character that likes this kind of way of eating. I don't think, for example, like, uh, she has, like, a pantry filled with just junk food. Every kind of sugary cereal, every kind of fruit snack and candy and chips and so I'm like okay I can't imagine she eats this stuff every day but she claims to in the show like she's like I don't like breakfast but I definitely eat like these kind of cereals as a late night snack and she talks about liking Taco Bell and she talks about liking like you said McDonald's and that's fine but the way she presents it is that like she eats these things on a daily basis, which maybe she has an amazing metabolism, but it 
Seems well, hard to believe. Whitney Cummings asked her if she works out, and she said no. God, I really hate her then. <laughs> <laughs> when she said that to her, I was like, that's got to be a lie. Like, you can't eat. I don't know. Maybe it's true. Yeah. Who knows? Because yeah. is. I mean, her sister is, is super skinny also, and she had two kids. Yeah, they're very thin. And even pictures of the mom when she was younger, she was also very thin. So maybe they're just, like, annoyingly blessed. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, so then the family comes, and they sit down in the room, and they eat their dinner. And uh, they kind of have a little bit of chit-chat. Like, they try to get a conversation going about, like, when they were kids, but it just doesn't really land. And the mom keeps asking, like, she's trying to keep ask about like Kim Kardashian when she was on the show. And the sister's like, stop talking while you're moving. Stop talking while you're eating. Stop. And how weird mom, you're on camera. And so she really wanted to know, like, could she cook? That was her, her question in the end. And, um, that's weird. Yeah. So, but a couple fun facts and then we'll call it because I know we're like already running so far over. Um, Nikki married very well and she married like a banking error, by the way. He's worth $1.5 billion. Isn't his last name Rothschild or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. So she did well. Her net worth alone is like $50 million, So she wasn't doing too bad by herself anyway. And Kathy is on this season of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I hear she's quite a character. She is. She's very interesting. Like, not what I would have expected. Uh, she's definitely way more practical than the other ladies on the show. In, in the fashion. In, oh. in the fashion. Like, for example, all the ladies are, like, in Palm Springs. And every night for dinner, they, like, dress to the nines. And Kathy will dress up not crazy or like Mm -hmm. during the day she'll wear like sweatpants and tennis shoes if they're going out to do something where the other ladies are like you know high-end workout clothes hair makeup everything Mm -hmm. Uh, but she like we learn about her that she uh has a really hard time sleeping or staying asleep so she stays up very late she travels always with a fan like she has to have a fan noise in the background to help her fall asleep interesting yeah um she and then the last bit about her that I thought was so cute is that did you know her husband is her high school sweetheart? Oh, that is sweet. Yeah, they met when she was 15. They met when they were 15 and they got married at 19. Wow. So I know. Let me ask this because her husband is the heir to the Hilton. Yeah. Right. So was she also from a well-established family in order for them to meet. Yeah. I think her family, like um, the Richards family was like socialite, you know, sounds like, cause I remember the other sister saying like the mom would take them to New York and take them to studio 54 as children. Okay. Yeah. They're kind of like that scene. Uh, okay. Yeah. And so that rounds out cooking with Paris. So, Sarah, if you had to rate this, and you do, what would you give this? I would probably give it two fist bumps. Yeah, I'm going to have to say chopsticks down for me. Yeah. This is a no-go. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, you know, I wondered, like, okay, how did this even get going? And apparently, when I looked it up, in back in January of 2020... I guess Paris posted on Insta that that her making her famous lasagna. And that video got over 5 million hits. And so Netflix apparently saw that and decided to collaborate with her on doing this cooking show. Can I just say Netflix should should have tried a little harder. Yeah. Or they should have opened then the, the season with her making the lasagna like and actually making it so they they show the lasagna in the like opening uh 
like what do you call it when they run the like you know opening montage mm-hmm. they show the lasagna in the oven but you never see her make that or talk about it so anyway there okay. you have it yeah cooking with paris cooking with not paris so good. not so great all right yeah. so then uh, let's move on to the more important topic which is what are you having for dinner exactly speaking of food um I don't know yet, to be honest. Here, it's a little after five, and uh, not quite sure tonight. I thought about, like, you know, classic pizza night. That's always an option. So that's kind of on the back burner right now as to, like, that's the backup. I'm not sure what I'm feeling. What about you? Um. Well, tonight, I definitely had a craving for sushi. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to get sushi. Yes. Um, I'm a little worried, though, because the last couple of times I had sushi, it did not go over well with my tummy. So fingers crossed. Oh, I'm taking a chance. I hate that. When you just really want food that you enjoy and afterwards you pay the price and it, it, it sucks. Which, and it's weird because I never had an issue with sushi before. And yeah. then just the last two times that I had it, which was probably... A couple months ago, it just, it it did not agree with me. And I don't know exactly why or, you know, what happened, but I'm going to try it again. And and hopefully uh, I have no problems this time. All right. Well, next week we'll want an update on your digestive tract (laughs) in sushi. (laughs) All right. I will make sure to write everything down. Sounds good. (laughs) All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us today and we will see you guys next week bye guys bye bye